Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello, everyone. I hope you are well. And if not, I got you. At least you are here. My name is Michelle Kevill, and I help high-achieving corporate women feel passionate about their job again. Welcome to today's episode. A little update on me. I'm a little tired. I'm okay. Things are going well. Things are very busy in my life, uh, but it's good. It's a little warmer today. It's still winter. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you know me, I hate winter. I really do not like it. And I honestly think it's because I live in Australia and our houses are built for the heat and not for the cold. And it is much warmer in say Queensland. I do not live in Queensland. I live in Sydney. So it is like I'm waking up and some days it's like, you know, seven in the morning, it's like four, six degrees. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. (laughs) That's okay. That's my thoughts. I can handle it. I work through my emotions. (laughs) We have strategies. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about how to handle criticism, specifically the difference between criticism and feedback, because I got this from a old client who was listening to some of my episodes and then listened to the episode that I have on how to handle feedback. And they were like, what's the difference between criticism and feedback? We were chatting a little bit about this and she was like, this would be a great, like you could do this as an episode. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) I should do it as an episode. That's what we're doing. We're doing an episode on it. And I think it's a good one because I'm going to tell you what the difference is. I'm going to tell you why you care so much and how to differentiate between what is feedback, what is criticism, how to handle it in the moment and how Kind of both of them can still, like, lack of a better word here, trigger you and bring up some emotions. And just in general, how to handle it so much better. Once I learnt this, which I've talked about a bit before, but not kind of solidified so clearly, it's kind of like you kind of become Teflon. It does take some practice, but you you become emotional Teflon when it comes to feedback, criticism, etc., And I think a lot of people's fears when I've talked to clients or just listeners in general is how I am going to come across my emotions that are going to be put on display and also how I'm going to take that feedback on board or criticism, you know, how it's going to affect me for the rest of the day. So we'll go through all of that. But firstly, a little mini announcement as well. I have started back up my webinars. So I will actually be having one. And I have no idea when you're listening to this, so it may have passed, but head to my Instagram because I am going to host these regularly around twice a month. We're going to have mini webinars. You get to interact with me. You can even get like tips, advice, coaching. If you're brave enough to come on board, I can coach you live as well. But this one coming up is on the 7th of August at 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, and it is going to be on how to get promoted without overworking such a popular topic from some of you guys 
just like in regards to like overworking, but I wanted to link it back to something that a lot of my high achieving uh, people want, which is to get promoted and move on to the next level. I'm going to be teaching you really condensed, not just what you need to do, like mindset stuff, but an actual action that I started using that took me to get promoted twice in under a year. When I started implementing this technique, I'll be sharing it on that. Head to, you know, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you can find me on the socials to register. I am really excited to restart these webinars again because it is so much fun interacting with you all. Even if you don't come online, just see, like some of you will just answer little questions in the chat and just add little tidbits. And it's so nice connecting with you guys. So come along live. You'll be able to get a chance to ask me things that are going on in your world. I've even coached people via the chat. Like you've, you'll ask me a question and then I've coached the person. You don't have to come on, um, you know, on like talk, video, etc. But anyway. All right. So criticism. All right, I'm just going to, you know me, I'm very direct, so I'm just going to get into it, but I do want to set the scene a little bit. I think what commonly happens with this is we're at work, we're doing our job, things are going well, we're going through our day, we're getting through lots of tasks, things are going at a regular pace. It's still busy, it's a little crazy sometimes, but you know, it's generally like okay. And then during the day, you get pulled aside by a manager and you get given some I'm going to say feedback or just for now, a piece of information about how you are doing something and how you have been behaving or acting, etc. And you are sitting there shocked. You're like, what the hell? But you're also sitting there feeling so hurt. And then you just start ruminating. You start going down a spiral. You're like, I should have done better. I shouldn't be like this. I, I, I can't believe this is happening. And then what tends to happen is you then start to go into, well, I can't believe that they said that. Like, they don't even realize how hard I work for the team and for them to bring up that comment. Like, this is ridiculous. Oh, my God. And we go home, we complain about it to our partner, and we just ruminate on it for the rest of the night. And we think about, like, we're looking on LinkedIn, like, jobs. They're like, fuck this place. I'm getting out of here, whatever. And we hold on to it. This is what I see so commonly. And this is where some of you are struggling between determining the difference between criticism and feedback. Because some of you are like, well, what if this is something good that I can take on? And I talk about this a little bit in the feedback episode as well. So this is how you are going to define criticism versus feedback and what you are going to do regardless of whether you get criticism or feedback moving forward. So to put it so fucking simply, criticism focuses on the problem at hand, feedback is more action orientated. An example of this is you did X on this project and it sucked, or you failed on this, or you are fucking up, whereas feedback is more, I think you should be doing this instead. It's more, what action should you be doing instead? I think you could be more organized next time when we're going through this really stressful project, etc. Here's here's a caveat though, because some of you are like caring so much about whether it's feedback, whether it's criticism, and you're gonna hate me for this. It doesn't fucking matter. Okay? So this is really important what I'm gonna say. It solidifies probably 10 years of like corporate 
and mindset work and everything into one sentence. They've just come to believe and it has worked for me. The reason criticism and feedback in my mind are both the same, they're just spoken differently from different angles, is because you'll only ever find something to be critical for things you care about. Let me say that again. You'll only ever find something to be critical or criticism for things you care about. What do I mean by this? If someone said to me at the office, and I've used this example before, it's never actually happened, but I just use it as an example. Someone came up to me and said, I really do not like your floral dresses. I would be like, cool story, bro. I couldn't give a shit. I obviously love floral dresses, but I really do not value that person's opinion. I really do not care in the grand scheme of things that person doesn't like my dress. If someone, however, said a critical comment like your project is really, I don't know, your presentation has been shit. Like, (laughs) that's a very extreme example. No one has said that. But like a really blatant comment. Of course, I'm going to be taken aback. And I'm going to be like, what the hell? Because you've put all this work and effort into something and it feels like such a blow. So why is this important to know that you'll only find criticism for things you care about? Because you are struggling right now to determine the difference between feedback and criticism. And what I see happen so much is because we're so distanced from our own gut intuition and we are constantly out there scanning for threats, looking for the next big thing that's going to attack us and trigger us, we will get anything either it's constructive or blatant and direct and it can still trigger us. Like we can still have all those same emotions regardless of whether it was considered constructive or not constructive, which is why it doesn't actually matter because you will just interpret things a certain way. What I mean by that, humans are crazy. Like (laughs) we all have different brains. We all have different thoughts. What I consider constructive feedback might be really direct in criticism for someone else potentially and vice versa. Obviously, there is a line, like if someone said, this is shit, that's like, there's, there's a level, right? There's a socially acceptable level. But what I see, including myself, is that you will pick things apart. You'll get constructive feedback. That's maybe looking at like what you've done and you will pick it to pieces and you will construe this criticism about it. And vice versa, what you might do with the criticism is you will then try to take the feedback out of it and try like the, like the good parts to be like, oh, how is this? Like, what do I need to do? What do I need to change? Like, what am I missing here? And typically what happens is this is coming from a place of fear, scarcity, but really it's low self-worth and low self-esteem. And when deep, deep down we think we're not doing enough or we're not good enough or our work is never enough... We are always going to be on the lookout for what is not enough. So that constructive piece of feedback around being more organized, you're going to pick it apart. Or that direct piece of feedback that is critical, you're going to, same thing, you will do the same thing is what I'm saying. You could put them, if we put this in the model, which, you know, if you're new here, listen to my earlier episodes, I go talk 
all about it. You put it in the model, criticism, feedback. What I tend to see with clients is like the same thoughts and like the same feeling because you're just interpreting it the same way. You're having the same emotional response to it, which is why I say it doesn't actually matter. Like I've gotten to a point of where I feel like Teflon doesn't mean, by the way, when I say Teflon, you're still going to feel emotions. Like that is the thing I just want to make clear. I still, if I get something really, whether it's criticism, feedback, maybe more direct criticism, I'll still feel sad about it, but I'm not holding onto it. I'm not like letting it eat me up for the rest of the day. I'm like doing a model on it and I'm understanding why I'm finding it so hard to feel this way. And this is really key as well. I'd really ask yourself, why do you want to be able to tell the difference? I think you want to be able to tell the difference because again, you don't have that inner trust within yourself to be able to discern what is good feedback versus bad feedback, like criticism. And really, it's all fucking gray. Like it's all under your interpretation. Now, does that mean we let people be dicks to us and say that we have shit work? No, that's a completely different story. But I say this all the time and I will say it again. You take back your fucking power when you can take these circumstances or comments, whatever you want to call them, happening to you. You can look at them objectively and figure out why you're reacting to it and how you need to stop reacting to it. Like, what do I need to do to mull that? What am I saying here? To understand why the emotion is so powerful. So for me, it would always be because I deep down did not believe that I was good enough. So it didn't matter if it was criticism or feedback. My brain was just treating it the same way at times. Obviously with the criticism, because it's more direct, it's usually about you and your character, like you as it like the outcome, like what's happened, either you or the, the issue at hand, it feels more heavy, whereas feedback is meant to be more constructive around this is what you should be doing and it feels like lighter a little bit, but sometimes it might not feel that way. It might still feel like an attack of sorts. So what do you need to do to be able to tell the difference? Okay, what I want you to start doing is just start recording when you get feedback versus criticism or write down in the past a scenario where it was feedback and where it was criticism. I want you to look at what you were like thinking at the time, go into detail, not necessarily like a thought download, but more like I was thinking this and it made me feel really upset and I can't like a little bit of a rant if I'm honest. Then what I want you to do is to try take that same circumstance and be as neutral as possible with it. But I don't want you to go super neutral because some people go to the opposite end and they're like, my boss said words. I'm like, too, too far, too far there. Like, I think what you're trying to do is devoid yourself from emotion. Like, oh, my boss just said words, so I don't have to feel this way. It's like, you're feeling this way. It's fine. Get a little more specific to that. Like, my boss said, I don't know, this is shit. Or my boss said, I need to improve uh, time management, but keep it like to the facts. Because some of you are adding color to it. And when I, when I say add a color to it, we'll go into like, I'll be coaching a client and we'll go into what's happening. And when we really flesh out the circumstance, it's like my boss told me to put in more reminders in my calendar. Like it's not like when you hear it like that, it's not as heavy. You want to kind of flesh that out. 
Because when you are able to flesh it out like that, you'll be able to see, you'll, you create distance from it. When you have a fact, you're able to see it for what it is. It's the same when your friends are ranting to you about the same things. And then you go to them and then you are looking at that like kind of like, well, why are they getting upset about this? Not that you're not like on their side, but like you kind of flesh it out in your mind. You're like, that's not that bad because it's not happening to you. It's happening to them. And they're in their own mind, their own heads and vice versa. You're in your own mind. You're in your own head. That is going to get you to kind of start objectively looking at the feedback and criticism that you are getting. Then I want you to like really start looking and writing out like, why does it matter? Why does it, why does it hurt? Why does it feel so intense for you? What is it touching on? Whether it's the feedback or the criticism. What does it touch like on for you at a deeper level? For me, like I said, for a lot of high achieving women, it's I'm not good enough. I have to do more. I should be doing more. I should be better. It just triggers that. That's what I was saying before when I said you only find criticism for things you care about. I couldn't give a shit if anyone said to me, to be fair, I do care about games, but not the same way as like I care about like this, like the coaching that I'm doing right now. If someone said like, oh, video games are shit, I'd be like, cool. But if someone was like, oh, your coaching podcast sucks. Yeah, I'd, I'm not going to lie. I'd feel I'd like, oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> it would be a little hurt by it. But that's also okay. But then separately, I'll just go away and be like, why do I feel hurt by it? Oh, is it because I feel a little self-conscious sometimes and I have my own thoughts about the industry and what coaching is and other people's thoughts about psychology? Is it touching on some of the stuff where, you know, I used to get like isolated as a kid? It's just that. It's just that fear coming up. But that's okay. I can handle that. I can be with those emotions and they're allowed to have their opinion as well. But see how I just took back my power right there? I just let the person exist (laughs) and I just was like okay and you know I've managed my own emotions and I've moved on from it and it's the same thing I want you to do with this because again it's the wrong question you're asking when people come to me and like how do I tell the difference between criticism and feedback I don't actually think it's the right question what you should be saying is how do I just manage my mind and emotions when I get whether it's feedback, criticism, it technically the way I'm kind of framing it to you is it's, it's all the same. How do I manage myself? How do I take what knowledge, whatever it is out of this scenario and just go from there? And I say knowledge because even from criticism, you can take like juice out of it, if it makes sense. Like if someone said your project was bad, you could go away and look at what aspects were bad about like oh I needed to organize my time more or we needed to speak to the stakeholder longer or something like that you can still do that and then in your own mind look right I'm going to do this moving forward like you come yourself kind of action orientated but you can let it go you're allowed to let this go you're also allowed to pick and choose I say this in my feedback episode what feedback you want to take on you don't have to take on all bits of feedback which people my god Clients blow their mind when they hear that. Like, what? Like, yeah, you don't have to take all the feedback on. Like, you don't have to. It's the same thing. If someone said to me, you cannot wear floral dresses, I would just be like, well, no, there's nothing. There's nothing that says I can't wear it. So (laughs) I'm going to wear a floral dress. 
it's still like standard office corporate whatever the thing is for office clothes but it's like I get I don't know if you guys know review anyway I love dresses from review absolutely obsessed with them beautiful kind of 1950s styles floral dresses that is my style I love it um so what I'm trying to say here is you need to create distance from this stuff and when you are self-assured in yourself when you believe that even when you fuck up you're still good enough and you're still doing the best you can and you're still learning then you come to a place where whether it's feedback or criticism it's okay you'll just take what you want from it and you'll handle it in the moment again because so many people as well go on this tangent where they're like but Michelle I need to know when someone's being a dick to me or not do you really you don't like you obviously have your own internal boundaries like if someone is screaming at you saying that this project is shit I'm pretty sure that's a boundary like but you can only even get to that place where you can discern right this is what I'm comfortable with and this is what I'm not comfortable with when you have a level of trust within yourself but at the moment you likely don't because you were trying to tell the difference between what is criticism and feedback what I'm trying to say is it actually doesn't freaking freaking matter I said freaking instead of therefore like I usually say on this podcast I don't know partner sometimes listen to these episodes and is like you swear so much on it and I'm like yep it's kind of in the title and I don't know I just do in general (laughs) drop drop an f-bomb here and there so in summary you find criticism about things you care about sure people can be dicks but really seriously this I'm really honing this in because it blew my mind when this hit me when I was in my whole coaching journey I was just like oh my god fuck I don't have to react to any of these things or take them seriously to make it to like to make it mean anything about me because it's true if people just say offhanded comments about like how I dress and stuff I really don't care because I also feel accepted in society to like just feel wear a floral dress you know what I mean but things that you feel insecure or you really care about and put a lot of effort in and like me even with my coaching stuff like I'm building it I'm in like earlier stages compared to like other coaches so I'm building that identity yeah it could like someone could like knock me off my horse like you could say but I'm not going to take that seriously and I'm not going to let it fucking stop me from doing this or doing anything and it's the same with you and you can just choose in the workplace whether it's criticism whether it's feedback I do not care you can choose okay what is it that I want to take away from this and what is it that I don't And how am I reacting to certain things? Just start with that. Just start with looking at how you're reacting because that is going to give you so much more information than I need to determine what is criticism and what is feedback so I know how to feel in those moments and handle it. You need to take a step back, discern it, and then work out why it's triggering you so much. You'll come from such a better place because if you can figure out why it's triggering you, that is the actual work that you need to do. So if it's triggering you because you worked really hard on that project and deep down you were just insecure and you were like, I don't know, afraid or whatever, you can then do the work to feel good enough, to feel more secure. And I have plenty of episodes that talk about that as well if you're new here. That is all for today. I will see you next week. Hey, are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five day challenge. 
how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix, that's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.